Hip-hop was good, hip-hop was good. It's your boy Rob D, BKA Rob Diggy, aka Rob Dean, the place to be for another episode of the Transformation Season 5, which will bring us to College Park, Georgia, a small part of my hometown of Atlanta, Georgia, where we get to talk about two chains. Man, one of my favorite artists, Chain so big shit it came with a kickstand. That's my dude right here, man. So we're gonna talk about two chains in this episode. But before we get started, a couple of admin things I want to get out. Uh, first off, thank you to the ladies from last week, uh, putting it down for our season premiere for the Migos. Actually, um, uh, to be honest, um, Carneal and Shar put it down tremendously. It was our biggest season premiere that we have ever had on this platform. So thank you, Queens, for starting off our season properly. Uh, really, really means a lot to us. I hope we have the ladies back together as a tandem later on in the season. It was a much, much success. Continue to subscribe to the DKA2 YouTube channel. Download all the podcasts right now. If you're listening to me right now through your favorite streaming platform, continue to support the culture. And we're still going to put out there that survey. So anybody want to give us some feedback, um, on the survey, let us know how you're doing, which episodes you like, what you don't like. And uh, I did not get one from last week, but we're continuing to hit the drum beat. So whichever uh, comment that we put out uh, out of the stack, we will send you some DGA2 swag uh, to your location. So continue to support the culture. We appreciate you guys. And to our worldwide audience, thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our followers, supporters, listeners, day one, as you already know what it is. So uh, today, I want to give a quick shout out to International Nova. Nova Baby, my, my dude, uh, who has a new single out right now called Dale, which dropped today. Today is March 11th. You guys go out there and support International Nova. Man, I told him I was going to wear a sweatshirt today to pay homage to that dude. Hardworking guy. Um, love his music. I've got a chance to interview him on the platform. So if anybody wants to see who International Nova is... You can go to the channel and sit there and you'll see the interview that I have with him, uh, chopping him up by him and his career. But his new single did drop today. So Nova, salute to you, my brother. We love you, man, on this platform. But my special guest today uh, is from California. And I'll have him come up here and tell a story. But I got to introduce you all to this man real quick. I got a chance to meet him here a little while ago. His name is Caffrey. And he represents an organization called HipHopForChange.org. And if you are not familiar with HipHopForChange.org, it is a nonprofit organization uh, that is doing tremendous things in the community on the West Coast. I want to say in Oakland-ish. Okay, Oakland. Okay, I want to make sure I got that right. Uh, in the in the Bay Area, but just tremendous things, you guys. And when you come together, um, and we as Black people, when you come together with other people in different regions that are trying to do the same things that you are, trying to bring to the forefront social injustice, trying to bring us all together. I, I got so energized when I met this, uh, this young man a little while ago. Well, he's not that much younger than me, but uh, nonetheless, uh, man, look, like, look, you know, black don't crack. Man, like he about 25 years old. You're about to see him here in a little bit. But uh, the, the way that he spoke to me, you guys, and the way that he bring his conviction, um, you're going to meet him in a little bit and you're going to feel his energy feel his conviction and why he does what he does. So without further ado, I want to introduce you all to the audience. Uh, Mr. Caffrey from uh, hiphopforchange.org. Caffrey, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, all that good stuff, man. How are you, brother? Introduce yourself to the audience, man, while I pour one up real quick. What's good, Diggy? Right on for having me, man, again. Uh, my name is Caffrey J. Uh, from San Francisco, the spot that ain't on the tourist map, but uh, right now in Oakland, California, with Hip Hop for Change. After last year, we're the largest hip hop education nonprofit in the world. So, 
<laughs> just grinding, you know, and it's good to see things are finally working out. Um, and yeah, thank you for having me here, man. Because number one thing that white supremacy kills second time lives is our social capital. So this platform means a lot, man. Thank you. Word up, man. I appreciate you. You guys, I'm going to put the, the link for the description for his website in the description of this video. I want you all to go out there and support it. I just signed up for the newsletter. I'm going to get one of those hoodies. I'm going to represent hip hop for change um, throughout this season as well. Um, and actually, we can probably do a hoodie exchange. That's what we'll probably end up doing. Sure. So you send me a size. I'll send one out to you, man. I got you. Uh, but our topic of discussion is the artist of 2 Chains. So let me give you all some facts about 2 Chains here real quick. 2 Chains from College Park, Georgia, which is where the airport is, by the way, if anybody doesn't know anything about Atlanta. So 2 Chains, the first time I heard 2 Chains, he actually wasn't called 2 Chains. He was called Titty Boy. And he was part of the Player Circle. And yeah. he had a song out in 2006 um, with Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne, I don't know if you guys remember how hot Lil Wayne was in the 2000s, but Lil Wayne was sizzling. I mean, like, this brother was everywhere. And he had a song with the Player Circle called Duffel Bag Boy. And that was the first time I had heard uh, Titty Boy. However, as Titty Boy transitioned, you know, into further on in his career, he did some projects with Ludacris and, and DTP. And uh, he was getting a lot of flack about the name Titty Boy. And so he changed his name from Titty Boy to 2 Chains, the man that we know now, and then took his career into the stratosphere. So without further ado, I got a couple of facts here that I want to point out to the audience real quick. 2 Chains is a two-time BT Award winner, five-time BT Award hip-hop winner. He does have one Grammy. His first album was in August of 2012 called Based on the True Story, one-time platinum. And that's probably the one of the more... Uh, Famous albums that we all know Two Chains to have. That's the one with No Live featuring Drake, Birthday Song, you know, <laughs> with Kanye. I'm different. I love the strippers yeah. with Nicki Minaj, you know, Ghetto Dreams with John Legend and uh, Scarface. Um, so that was one of his uh, his coming out party sort of albums went platinum. Uh, that was really getting Two Chains a lot of notoriety. In 2013 in September, he landed another album called Boats 2. Uh, the only song that I liked off of that one actually was called Beautiful Pain with Lloyd and Mace. Uh, none of the songs really stuck to my ribs as that first album did. Uh, and then he did a collaboration album with Lil Wayne uh, called Collar Grove, which was released in March of 2016. Uh, some of the songs I picked off of there were Smell Like Money, Bounce, Blue G Note, um, and Section. And then what 2 Chains did, which to me, which I'm going to talk about, uh, Caffrey here in a little bit. Two Chains went through a transformation himself and released the album called Pretty Girls Love Trap Music in June of 2017. And in my personal opinion, that is Two Chains' best project. Uh, it is flawless. Um, and rarely ever do I use the word flawless when it comes to albums, um, but it is flawless. Top to bottom, his lyrical content got better. The beats got better. He elevated his game. He elevated the things that he was talking about, which we'll get into here in a little bit. But some of y'all know some of the hits. Uh, Riverdale Drive, Good Drink with Gucci Mane and Quavo from Migos, 4 a.m. with Travis Scott. Um, Realize with, with Nicki Minaj. Realize was is mean. Nicki's uh, verse on Realize is mean. You all need to yeah. go back and check that out. It's mean as hell. Uh, it's a Vibe with Ty Dolla Sign, uh, Trey Songs with Janae Aiko and OG. Uh, I think it's OG Cuss Diet, uh, where he was talking about painting the White House and stuff like that. I mean, just going off the off the handles with it. And then the last song on the album is Burglar Bars featuring Monica. And on top of that, he had another album called Rapper Go to the League in March of 2019, which I really didn't like as much uh, as that previous one. But in essence, he still uh, was significant to the culture. And then 
you know, we got the other hits from Two Chains. You know, he was on Mercy. He was on We Own It with Wiz Khalifa. He was on Champions with Kanye. Uh, the, the the thing that I recited earlier was Bigger Than You featuring Drake and Quavo. Uh, Effing Problems with ASAP Rocky. And of course, one of my personal favorites is Riches, uh, Riches F uh, featuring Little Wayne. So that is the premise of our conversation. So once again, good afternoon to Caffrey. Ah. Uh, shout out to hiphopforchange.org, man. I love what you guys are doing. And uh, the first question I have for you, my brother, is when it comes to two chains, what is two chain significance to our favorite hip hop culture, in your opinion, sir? Man, um, you know, I think, I think, I think it all started with Andre 3000, really, you know what I'm saying, at that award show. And, and the South got on, but, you know, I think that was that wave, that yep. wave. It probably started by Lil Wayne, man, saying I'm the best rapper ever. And I think you straight up on that. The South, the South, the Midwest, man, people were just vibing out there, like pretty much own hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So the, the, the movements coming out of the ATR, I feel like 2 Chains is one of the cats that really look like the kids in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Look like the folks out there say, yo, we can get this money. Um, and I, I really like people like that. Also, just having a blast of fun, man. I, I, the first song I heard from him was I'm different. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> Pull up to the scene. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Yeah. You know, um, and, and, you know, mostly me, I spit, I spit mostly stuff about, you know, the, the problems that our people are facing, you know what I'm saying? But Absolutely. when I like to let loose, like, that's what it sounds like. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Two Chains all about partying. And you know what? To make it so um, interesting about Two Chains um, is his transformation, like I talked about. You know, True Chains in the beginning, you know, for instance, when he made, when he dropped Based on the True Story, he got a lot mm -hmm. of flack about his lyrical ability. So some, some even yeah. say that the features were better than him himself on his own album. I said, wow, man, y'all going in on two chains. But but when, when I went back and listened to the album, I was like, man, I don't know two chains. I think, I think they might be right. Some of the features was mean, though. I mean, some of the features on the album was mean. And I think he learned from that experience. Like, okay, you know what? I got to be more. I got I to gotta say things with substance, right? So, you know, I'm yeah. different. Yeah, I'm different. Pull yeah. up to the city with my scene missing. Like, okay, like, what are you seeing, bro? Like, what are you? What, what is that doing? Like, what is that doing for us as black people, yeah. right? So, what what are we talking yeah. about? Um, you know, yeah. we talked about um, no lie. Like, no lie is a good song, but what is he talking about? There was no substance to what he was saying. Um, in, in that first album. The interesting thing, though, and I think why it hit so hard is because. People been hurting, man. You know, we need, you know, and, and I talk about this all the time. Homies need to have fun. You know what I'm saying? Almost everything we do is to have fun. And I think especially at the time, like, it's almost like people need permission to smile. You know what I'm saying? Or to yeah. feel themselves. You know, and that's what hip hop's rooted in anyway. So when you see Absolutely. somebody like, you see somebody named Two Chains, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you see his flow, he just, you know, I think that's why that was so, uh, you know, that's why I got out so hard. I'm different. It's just, it's. I think that's one of the quintessential feelings of kids in the hood is I'm just different, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do agree with you, man, on, on uh, Pretty Girls Like Trap Music. Uh, being, and it seems like he figured the game out. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. He figured it out, man. And he figured out, and when I listen to the album, now, mind you guys, whenever we do episodes, I listen to everything for the artists pre prior to the show. So I go back and listen to everything. Mixtapes, 
uh, features, all that stuff. So I, I got a good understanding um, about two chains prior to today. And I'll tell you all his penmanship uh, went, went, went to the stratosphere once he got further along in his career. Some artists, you know, come swinging out the gate. Nas, Tupac, Biggie, you know, come out the gate with their first album is, you know, yeah. solidified as top one of the best, you know, Jay-Z. But 2 Chainz didn't really do that. 2 Chainz, to me, in my opinion, got better as he got older. As he got older, got wiser, started putting the syllables, not the syllables, but the rhyme scheme together. Uh, yeah. he, and, and then he's also coined 100,000 feature guy, too. So it was like, which, I mean, was, of course, was ended up not being true. But, you know, you got to spend 100 grand to get him on a feature. Like, damn, 2 Chainz, like, okay, bro. Like, yeah. we, we, we doing that? We doing, we doing 100 grand? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, even even working in the nonprofit game, I still book folks, and it's just very interesting how much people charge. And it's like I can't, I can't, you know. I'm like, damn, damn, you know. Yeah, you're like, uh, how much for one chain? How much for one chain? Can I get one chain? You know what I'm saying? You, know, you can't. You're like, you can't not get us. You know, and that's the thing, man, because the game is cold. The game is so cold. Yeah, and, and people get caught. And all they do is work with, with you know, snakes and, and crabs in a bucket. And then you come there trying to rock with them. You like, oh, I'm just doing it for the hood. <laughs> like, exactly. You know, you exactly. Knock. We just doing this. We just doing this to uplift. And 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 that brings me back to my last point. I'm gonna mention here in a little bit that you know I got involved in podcasting for hip hop for the absolute love of hip hop. I don't get really? checks for this. Like I do this for the absolute love for the culture. And it's up to me. It's up to Capri and others like me to keep the culture alive, to remind everybody uh, about the significant players in our culture. Because it is our culture, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. It's our culture. Hip-hop oh. is our culture. We own it. We own our culture, right? So we got to make sure that we are the gatekeepers and make sure that we call stuff out when things aren't good. And to change that first album, it just didn't do it for me, all right? Let's just be real. But as you got further along in his career, Penmanship got better. And that's why I have behind me his his pink uh, trap house, which I think is an Airbnb now in Atlanta. I got I to gotta fact check myself last time I looked. But it's an actual house that was pink that he bought in Atlanta and put the word trap on the top of it. And it's an album cover uh, for the uh, the Pretty Girls Love Trap Music. It's the actual album cover for that, that that's behind me in Atlanta, Georgia. So I was like, yo, I saw that picture, Caffrey, and I was like, yo, that's got to be my background for this. Man. I got I got to represent 2 chains with, with, with the trap house, man. But switching gears a little bit, Caffrey, when we talk about 2 chains and its significance to hip hop, I think it's to, to I think I want to say that he is um, the birth child of Outkast, um, you know, from from T.I., oh from from oh, Wayne yeah. you know all of the greats in the south tics. and he benefited from that and being on those features so as a product of that you know how do you think that two chains differentiated himself from the rest of the greats how is his music different from everybody else man i think you know to be quite honest i think two chains might be like the kind of beginning of the stuff that these kids are doing now you know what i'm saying mm. Mm-hmm. Um, talk, you know, he kind of took all that because I mean, you got you got Ti, you know, you got the lunatics, you know what I'm saying? Like the South was getting popping. You got you know, Little John and whatnot. Yeah. I think Two Chains kind of like like right, we're gonna bring it to a new speed and we're gonna exalt ourselves in that party. Yep, yeah, let me get that in a second. That is on the podcast right here. <laughs> you um, on the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> can we give that in a second? Thank you, Monty. Give me one second. One second. <laughs> yeah, That's going to be live, too, man. Everybody going to see that. That's what's up, man. Love the oh, kids. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Oh, the seeds, man. I can't stop her, man. Hey, it's all good, old. man. <laughs> and she didn't fall off the tree, man. So, But, you know, I think, I feel like, 
and everything's a wave, you know what I'm saying? Everything comes in waves and it's progress. And Andre 3000 is my favorite rapper of all time, man. We know we speak on that, but, but you know, um, I feel like two chains switched it up and he kind of gave gave the you know gave the block some 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 nationwide coverage again, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and, and and seeing representation matters, man. I, I feel like you don't get a Kodak Black without a two chains, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I feel like you don't get a little Uzi Vert without two chains. I mean, it might I might be wrong, you know what I'm saying, but I feel like a lot of different places going a lot of different ways, like to the Drakes, you know what I'm saying? You know, we had the West going to to, you know, in this other direction, but but I feel like around that time, around that time, 20, 2014, 15, you know what I'm saying? That might have been started by two chains, just switching yeah. that style up and creating that way that you get to a, a future or something like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. I think the two chains is a blueprint uh, for a lot of uh upcoming Southern rappers um, to look at what he did with, he kind of made a flip on, on trap music is what I like to say. Like, you know, we had, we had Gucci, you know, we got Jeezy that was already kind of doing trap music, but you know, two chains took it a little bit further um, in regards to um, talking about more of the substance. But, but when it gets to that, that pretty girls love trap music, like that <laughs> album, man, is, 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 I'm telling you all, like if, that, that song with Nicki, man. That song with Nicki is so fire. Nicki goes so hard on realize. Like, I mean, I heard I was at that verse at least about six times this week, and I said, "Damn, man, I can't wait to get Nicki's episode in in a couple of weeks." Yeah. We'll talk about that. We'll table that for now. But man, when I talk about good drink, I mean, him and, and him Quavo and Gucci, like it just gives you good vibes. Let's talk about exactly what you mentioned earlier uh, before we yeah. started talking. Like, you know, getting back to the good vibes of hip hop. Good drink makes you want to just go out in your backyard with your homies. You're sipping. Y'all having a good time, man. And, like, he does that. But he also talks about on the album things of substance. Things to talk about how his mom was a uh, was in the drug game, how his dad, you know, came up as a hustler. He starts to talk about more personal things, which we didn't see in the beginning. Yeah. We didn't see that part of 2 Chains in the beginning, which I think is genius. He saved the stuff for last. And now on top of that, I mean, the features. I'm looking at the features right now. You know what I mean? His verse on, on Mercy on there with some juggernauts, Big Sean, you know I me, mean, uh, you know, yeah. Pusha T, you know what I'm saying, Kanye, yeah. Kanye's verse probably the best yeah. on there, but 2 Chainz right behind him, he did kind of hang with, with Kanye a little bit, man. So I'm like, yo, like, 2 Chainz gets mad respect from the city of Atlanta, uh, mad love, I mean, he actually owns a piece of the Atlanta Hawks, which mm-hmm. ironically goes into my next subject that I'm going to talk about Caffrey with, and that's 2 Chainz and his entrepreneurial mind. Um, talk to me about that, Caffrey. So, what do you think about two chains and how he has been able to pivot um, into the business side, not only in yeah. hip hop, but just business in general? Talk to me about that when it comes to him and his impact in that in that uh, in that sense. So when it comes to artists, man, like I, I like to listen to the music, too, but I like to see what they're talking about on, on their interviews, too. You know what I'm saying? Two Chains is a man that's actually figured his business out. You know what I'm saying? I think that's why we see him on them commercials. That's right. why we see him on that TV show having hella fun. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. why he's got his own businesses and whatnot. Um, and we need more of that. We just need more of that. You know what I'm saying? People getting eaten alive by these industries and they think yeah. that. Uh, they think that the 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 contract is gonna get them some money, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Um, and and man, we, we we talked about it before. The ideas that are going around the hood are the confines that our kids are thinking and dreaming inside of. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So when you see somebody in those positions, you know, 
Yeah, when you hear about my man going to college, you understand that he's been working on where he wanted to be for a long time, trying to figure this stuff out, figuring out his wiggles. And then he said, you know what, I can make it here, put the effort in, put the work. But, you know, at some point in time, he figured out how to get that money. And that's the difference because we all got hustle in the hood. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Michael Rick said, we're not outnumbered, we're outorganized. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, yes. When we were hip-hop and change, I just figured out philanthropy a little bit, lightweight. I was like, <laughs> just a little bit, you know what I'm saying? So it's just these ideas, man. And to see homies have television shows where they're doing the most and on all these commercials left and right. Getting, you, you see people out there. You see them also talking about the game. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, and that's why I love that man the most. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You can get game and, and, you know, game should just be given. You know what I'm saying? It has to be given, especially among black people. So when you have somebody like Two Chains that people listen to and he's also spitting that knowledge instead of just sitting back, making it rain, you know, make it rain, do your thing. But but tell little homie how you got there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Show, yeah. show somebody the way, pick them up. And I think that's why he's revered in the hood. Period. I could not have said it any better. And I'm going to add to it, um, Caffrey, and say that um, what 2 Chains has done with for HBCUs in the South, um, yeah. what he's done for Black people um, in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, you know, being a business owner, um, you know, giving back, um, being a part of the being part of the hood. You know what I mean? Like not running away from where he comes from. Proud to be from College Park, Atlanta, Georgia. Not a lot of us, <laughs> myself included. <laughs> Uh, from Atlanta, not from College Park. I'd be like, oh, yo, College Park, I don't know, you know what I mean? But <laughs> so for him to wear that and be proud of it, be proud of where he's from, we need, we need more of that. And we need more of that, you know what I mean? We need more two chains. We need more. And matter of fact, I don't want to say two chains around my age. You know, he's in his early, early 40s and, and figure mm. out the business side of it, you know what I mean? And, and I think that's what we need more of, Caffrey, to be honest, to go right back to your point. Uh, once you learn, um, you learn. You do, and then you teach. That's what we need yeah. is get that cycle back. Um, once you learn how to do something, you do it. Then you turn around and teach other people how to do it to make them successful around you. And I think that Two Chains is, is an epitome of that in regards to business, in regards to hip hop. He's still relevant today in 2022. He's still on the radio right now. Um, so yeah. he hasn't gone anywhere. He's still making music. I mean, how much money he got? He got like he almost what, 10, 10 million or something like that. Yeah, you know he's worth, I think he's I think his net worth is around eight, but I think that's I think it's watered down. I think he's worth probably a little bit more than that. But the, the last figure yeah, I saw go. was eight. But I'm sure two chains probably got something to say about that. If either we'll sit down and watch, yeah. it's like, damn, Diggy, man, you're killing me, dude. I'm, I'm worth more than that. But but you know how it is, man. You know, people move in silence when you when you're rich, you don't want everybody to know you're rich, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard that. You might only wear one chain. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> You don't want to be flashy too much. But uh, to be honest with you, Caffrey, I want to start closing this out, man. And give me your your final thoughts on 2 Chains. And matter of fact, give me your mixtape. So if I were to give you a a 2 Chains mixtape with about five songs on there, what would you put on that mixtape, man? I mean, you got to have something different. Um, I would put uh, Grew Up or Screw Up. Uh, Let's see. God, I'm a blanket on these songs. That Nikki song, definitely. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, we need to name some off. We need a lifeline, my brother. Uh, good Drake. We're gonna do good Drake. Okay. 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 Um, I'm blanking, man. Do it like that. Uh, <laughs> 
What's that song? What's that song? Ah, 4 a.m. 4 a.m. with uh Travis Scott. Definitely fire. Yeah, yeah. Definitely fire, man. I would add to it. The other five, I'll probably put on it. It's a vibe uh, off the same album. So we're going to leave it on the same album. Yeah, I would with Jane Ico. I put uh, OG Kush okay. Diet. I throw that on there too. Right. Uh, I would throw on there um, probably birthday song just because. Ah. You know what I'm saying? Just because. Now, I mean, just no no real reason, you know what I mean? But just because. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, I like I'm different. That, oh, you already named that one already. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, dang, got me thinking now. Um, effing problems with his feature with ASAP Rocky. Yeah, I'll throw that yeah. on there. And probably Rich's, uh, Rich's, uh, Rich's F, um, with Lil Wayne. Uh, I think that song yeah. is dope. So even though he doesn't really rap, I think he just does the hook. Uh, but I, yeah. I would throw that on there too, and that would that would be complete the mixtape. But nonetheless, Caffrey J, my brother, it has been such an honor and a distinct privilege to have you on the platform today. Um, and what we're going to do in all of season five, ladies and gentlemen that are watching and are listening, is to pay homage to the young brother that we lost last year, Mr. Dante Wright. And how we have been doing that over uh, the next few weeks is doing a chant called Hands Up, Don't Shoot. So if, Caffrey, you could join me by putting your hands up in the air, I'm going to say hands up. You're going to say don't shoot. We're going to repeat that chant three times to keep the life and memory of Dante Wright alive and all of the others that we have lost due to social injustice in the United States. So one time, hands up. Don't shoot. Hands up. Don't shoot. Hands up. Don't shoot. Rest in peace, Dante. We love you, man. Uh, I know you're watching down on us and we're going to keep your memory alive and the drum beat continuing to move for the next few weeks. Uh, to shout out to you, your son, your family, and uh, we're going to continue to do this. We ain't going to stop. We're going to keep moving, man. So with that being said, Capri, it is time for shout outs, my brother. Who are your shout outs going to, family? Man, it's just uh, to the nonprofit I dedicated my life to, man, Hip Hop for Change. Uh, you know, we basically break down barriers between youth and justice issues. We taught 28,000 kids, K through 12, the real history of hip hop. Uh, and how to do it. And uh, next, we're moving on to expand across the nation and actually connect these kids to how to make money off that culture uh, so they can have that self-determination and be like two chains. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, right. So, yeah, check us out, hiphopperchange.org. Uh, yeah, just check that work, man. It's all about the babies. That's what's up, man. Well, my shout-outs are short, man. Shout-out to you, Caffrey, for being on the platform uh, this evening, blessing our audience with your knowledge. I mean, you dropped some gems on here, some hidden gems. So you might want to go back, rewind some <laughs> of the things this brother just said, because I, I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, this brother dropped some knowledge, man. So you got to go back and watch the episode again. Shout out to you. Shout out to hiphopforchange.org, the whole movement. I want to be a part of it. I already talked to him about that. So if anybody else that's watching or listening that wants to be a part of it, I can definitely get us to uh, link us together and see if we can become a project or something in the future. I'd love to be part of the movement uh, and the family to do things for change, not only for black people, for brown people as well, or just people that are just don't have access to stuff. Cause there's some poor white folk out there too, man. You know what I mean? So, um, so shout out to you, my brother, shout out to my family, of course, shout out to international Nova. I got to mention that one more time. That's my, that's my bro right there, man. Got that lead, that single out right now called Dale. I told him I'm going to represent his shirt. So shout out to you, Nova, man. And uh, much love and success to you. And uh, that's all that we got for this week. Next week, we're going to be talking about uh, a young lady in hip hop. 
uh, that is either loved or feared or hated or all the above. And that is Miss Cardi B. We're talking about Cardi next week. All right. So get ready for that. It's going to be a wild ride. I can't wait. But everybody else, thank you all for tuning in. Stay humble. Stay safe. Stay hip hop. All right. One double zero, man. Peace.